step into the future of manufacturing with Four Industries Connected Worker Podcast. Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Connected Worker Podcast. We have a special edition lined up because we have a bit of a special guest. We have uh, André Kovalev here, all the way from Hubs near Nijmegen, the Netherlands, and he's the systems and digital menu manager for Danone. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Sure. Thanks for hosting me here. It's my pleasure. You're very welcome. We're glad to have you. So today we're going to talk about digital manufacturing, which uh, is a big topic. And we're going to talk about your ideas about it, your company's approach to it, and maybe give some, give our guests, uh, our viewers some tips. Sure. But uh, before that, could you tell me a bit about your professional background, your role at the known, about the factory you work for? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, my name is André. You already mentioned that. And I'm a systems and digital manager in one of the Danone factory in Netherlands. It's a factory which uh, specializes in uh, nutrition, baby nutrition and food. And it's one of the biggest factories in Europe. It's a greenfield factory. It was built like six years ago, so it's really brand brand new, state-of-the-art factory. And um, yeah, as my title uh, tells, I'm in charge of systems and digital. So systems uh, we consider as a conventional systems like ERP, SAP, uh, WMS, MES, LIM, so all those type of systems I'm in charge of. And on top of that, I'm in charge of a digital transformation of the factory and industry 4.0. And um, uh, basically, I joined uh, Danone uh, five years ago, and I was always focusing on a big uh, transformational project. So I did uh, lots of uh, system integration projects, like implementation of ERP systems or WMS or MES systems, and also uh, just plurally, uh, yeah, business transformation project, like, for example, centralizing of functions and uh, creating uh, shared service centers. Um, and I work in different countries, in, in Europe and in Asia. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, one and a half year ago, I took the new challenge uh, from Danone uh, to come to Hubs Factory and to make it as digital as possible. Okay, so could you tell me a bit about that factory? Because I have read about it, that it's, yeah. it's quite a new factory and that it's maybe quite different, digitally speaking. Yeah, indeed. As I said, it's a brand new factory. So Danone uh, decided to uh, build this uh, new factory because the old one was burned. Oh. Yeah. And uh, they, they built this uh, new factory, I think, about six years ago. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a brand new factory. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah, it's, it's a new factory. So we have all these challenges which new factories have, like performance. And we still need to find our way how to operate this factory in the most efficient way and mm -hmm. increase our productivity and OE. And of course, there's a huge potential of, of digital there because it's just brand new. Let me ask you, what is digital manufacturing in your opinion or what does it mean for your factory or for your company? Why is it important to your company? Yeah, actually, it's a good, indeed a good topic to start because we all say digital, we all say industry 4.0, but like in reality, we all understand very different things be behind that. So it's really good to outline, right? What, what is digital actually for, for Danone? Um, so I think uh, first thing to mention is in Danone, we actually separating, let's say, foundational systems and digital. And with foundational systems, we normally understand conventional systems, like normally you would have in an organization like ERP, which is 
maybe SAP or WMS system or, or manufacturing execution system or like system to operate your laboratory and quality. So all those systems are foundational systems. And then we say there is a digital. And uh, digital for us is uh, based on uh, six main uh, technological uh, mm -hmm. pillars, right? And uh, so what, what, what are those, right? So of course, first is all business intelligence and decision support system, right? So it's all reports, data lake, and uh, giving uh, basically data to people when they need it and uh, where they need it. That's, that's the first part. Uh, the second part is uh, connected worker and mm -hmm. smart applications, right? And uh, this is all about uh, smart applications to boost productivity at the shop floor, right? To give people the tools to do their daily job. That's the second one. The third uh, pillar is uh, synchronized uh, flows and tasks. And inside that pillars, you have all these automation uh, technologies, like, for example, AGVs or uh, MIRs or uh, robotics, uh, cobots, uh, robo-arms, all that inside, but also uh, tools to automate back-office job. Uh, so, for example, RPAs or uh, BPMS systems, uh, so th those are in that bucket. And then the next uh, uh, technology, which also part of digital, is argumented reality and uh, virtual reality. So it's a remote support, remote access, uh, virtual tours, uh, and um, all that there. Um, and then, uh, um, of course, uh, it is a cybersecurity. It's a very important topic, uh, especially these days. Um, which is part of, of the digital. So how many? I think we're missing one. I think missing one. Okay. So which? Uh, digital twins. Ah, yeah, I exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very also interesting and important uh, digital technology. So it's it's uh, basically simulation tools. Yes. And digital twins. Uh, that, that that's also a part of digital um, program. So everything which uh, goes to one of those buckets we consider digital. Yeah. So just to repeat, and then on we have a foundation systems, and we have digital. Then digital, we have these six main uh, main buckets, and uh, that that's what's digital for us. Yeah. So I think if we went through all six of them, we would be sitting here in three hours because yeah, there's a lot exactly. of interesting uh, <laughs> topics: digital twins. Yeah. Maybe we'll do AR, second podcast. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> on that. <laughs> But uh, I'm wondering if we could maybe, um, because for industries, of course, connected worker platforms. Yeah. So I'm curious um, how you see the role of the connected worker and the connected worker platform in your digital strategy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 very important piece because at the end, uh, it's it's a missing, uh, you know, piece in, in in normal landscape. Because if you come to the like. Yeah, I think 60 or 70% of the factories, uh, you see that they, they, they do have uh, MES system, right? So manufacturing execution system. They do have a system to manage their quality operations. They normally do have systems to manage maintenance, right? To create quote orders, notifications, and uh, they do have manage a system to manage warehouse. So they do have all of that, but if you think... It's all very specific system for very specific department, right? Mm -hmm. So for quality department, for maintenance department, for warehouse. And you don't have actually a system for the operator. You don't have a system for the shop floor. So at the end, people who are actually doing the job, who are actually producing the, your product, they have to work with many, many, many different like zoo of, of, of the systems. Yes. And uh, it's all come to them. It's, it's, it's very difficult for them. They don't understand. So the quality of information you are getting and basically the, the, the quality of uh, people's life there is uh, it's not great. So 
for me, the connected worker is this missing piece, mm -hmm. is, is, is the technology which actually allows us to focus on the daily life of operator and give him all the necessary tools. And by giving them the tools, we also bring the, um, uh, basically, ownership in, in the same place. Because if as he has two, he has all the actions, all the checklists, all the audits, you know, all the deviations, all the PSGs. If he sees it all in one tool, mm -hmm. he actually nat naturally starts to own his area, right? He starts to demand resolutions of those actions, right? He becomes more aware of what's going on. And that's where your productivity actually starts to really improve. So, okay. yeah. So what about the reactions to Connected Worker Platform? Have you heard anything from your operators? Like, are they excited about it? Are they happy with it? Yeah, yeah. Feedback is, is, is great, actually. Yeah. And uh, I think here's the few things. Uh, first of all, um, we should not underestimate the change management part because, uh, yeah, people used to work with the papers and all this mm -hmm. of working. So even if you give them the new fancy tool, which actually much easier, uh, there will be always early adapters, right? Who just jump on it and start using that and then having a great feedback, but also you will have always people who complain, right? So yeah, it, it takes time. But since we're already running that work for quite some time, I think, yeah, we, we really see the benefits and uh, yeah, people actually ask for more, for more. So yeah. It's good to hear. Exactly. No, we have a very great experience uh, with the connected worker with full industry. Yeah. And okay. we are pushing for, <laughs> for more functionality every day. All right. <laughs> yeah. So why is digital manufacturing important to your company? Like what's the value that it's uh, going to bring you? Yeah. Um, good question. And uh, actually, I think number one is that digital is a golden mine of productivity. Mm -hmm. Right. Because... In, I mean, in, in the current market situation with the high inflation, high cost, supply chain challenges, people challenges, basically, you name those, all the companies are really looking to boost their performance, right, and to increase their margin. And that's where digital uh, becoming very handy because to increase your performance, you need to innovate, right? And you need to innovate not only in the product which you sell, but also in the way you work inside, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to come up with a new operational model, you need to come up with the new ways of working. But to enable that, you actually have to bring new technologies, right? Which, which support that new operational model and technologies are there. So I think that's, that's the main trend, trend right now. And that's why it's important is just because we can boost performance uh, a lot mm -hmm. with, with the digital. So that's number one. I think the second reason is because we really would like to make life of our people better. Mm -hmm. We really try to always put um, operator uh, experience in the center, actually see what what he needs uh, to, to to perform better, and and we believe that he needs to focus on the value that activities and all the rest needs to needs to be automated. Uh, so that's that's the second reason. It's really we would like to improve life of uh, of our people, and I think the last one is um, uh, nowadays digital becoming more and more kind of yeah licensed to operate because. Already now we see big difficulties in, in into hiring people, yes. right? And uh, I think in future it maybe just will not be possible because if you see new generation, right? They don't want to be forklift drivers, right? They would like to have a very challenging, interesting job where yeah. they can develop themselves. So I mean, it's crazy, but even now sometimes it's easier to find engineer rather than operator, mm. right? And as I said, in future maybe it will not be possible. So you have to transform your jobs. Right, you have to uh, 
uh, make uh, yeah uh, experience of the people more engaged, more interesting, more challenging, mm -hmm. right? So you have to look for those solutions, and uh, yeah, that, that's where you have to change using digital. So have you seen any initial successes in that area, like attracting a younger workforce? Or is that maybe a thing for the future? Yeah, no, for? absolutely, absolutely. Look, for example, uh, it's not yeah young people first, but also if we take like older generation, middle generation, you give them the tool, right? You give them iPad, you give them new applications. They like to play with it, right? Because they're used to that at home, right? They, they, they're used to smart automation at home and, and, and they come to work and they, they see the same. They see smart automation, they see the applications, mm. you know, they see the robots around. They like to learn that, right? Not all. Okay, but 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 some people, yeah. especially the new generation, they like to play. They ask questions, right? They they, they develop themselves. It's uh yeah, we see this we see that a lot actually. It helps. Okay, so you, you talked a bit about you just said inflation, changing yeah. market and stuff. Yeah. So some of that happened very recently. But I'm wondering if anything over the last few years, maybe decades, did something change in the world that made this transition to digital more necessary, maybe in the market or? Yeah, I mean, I think what has changed uh, in the last, let's say, 10 years is that uh, technology evolved a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, because like um, you see that right now we're in a stage uh, where basically digital and robots and, and, and computers are, are, are better than human in any specific single task, right? So, for example, yeah, moving and lifting goods, definitely better, right? Working with the images, image recognition, better, right? Uh, working with big data, doing predictions, doing forecasts, better than human, right? I mean, even playing the chess and uh, go, better yes. than human, right? So we see that the technology evolved a lot. And many of those technologies are not in a startup mode anymore, right? Many of those technologies actually now becoming really industrial solution with the billions of investment. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's there. Uh, you can just kind of bring it in, plug and play, and start using that. Mm -hmm. It's uh, So the future is there. You just need to open the door and let it in. So I think that's what's changed for the last 10 years. That's why it's becoming more and more trendy. And uh, yeah. So do you think the food and beverage industry, uh, like specifically, is, is it on a different level of digital maturity compared to like other verticals? Yeah. For sure, for sure. I think we we need to catch up. Uh, yeah. So I think in food industry it's more, more, more conventional business. Uh, so if you're comparing to yeah to car manufacturing or or yeah uh, yeah or banks or or yeah other technological company, of course, yeah, we have lots to learn from them and lots to implement. Yeah. So why is that? Why why does it need to catch up? Why didn't it progress as fast as as other industries did? Yeah, I think it's a yeah, good question. Huh? I'm not sure I have, it's a, yeah, maybe it's more philosophical questions. But if you would like to discuss that, I would say maybe because uh, yeah, it's a market trend, and uh, I mean it's a competition, right? I mean mm -hmm. basically, the more competition you have in the market, the, the yeah, the more 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 demand uh, you have. And maybe in food industry in the last uh, decades, there was a less competition compared to the car manufacturing, for example, yeah. or, or some telecom companies. Maybe that's the reason. But to be honest... Yeah, that yeah. sounds plausible. I, uh, I, I never thought about that, why why it's like that, but uh, just like that. Something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. So let's talk about 
goals, your company's goals. So let's start off with like the short and uh, midterm goals for your digital transition. Could you uh, explain those to me? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, if you talk about short-term goals, uh, I already mentioned that uh, for Danone, uh, uh, digital is, is a productivity program. So we do have uh, yeah, specific productivity targets which we need to deliver. And we do have a pipeline of projects which we need to deliver, right? So mm -hmm. short-term, it's basically quite fixed. And it's more execution and, and delivering uh, what was actually agreed and, and committed. Um, but um, also on top of that, uh, our short-term goal is really to improve, as I said, quality of life of our people. We're trying actually to create new um, uh, yeah, manufacturing um, environment uh, or production environment uh, where people feel more engaged, uh, they feel more safe, they feel more integrated and uh, uh, yeah, we try to attract new talents and make mm -hmm. those type of works more interesting for the for the new generation. So that's also a very important goal for us in the short term. And uh, yeah, if we talk about long term mm -hmm. goals, um, yeah, that's a interesting question. But like, if you see the trend, uh, we already touch base on that slightly. Um, we're living in the let's say, digital era, right, in digital economy. Uh, what I mean by that is we're living in the, in the time when uh, basically IT, uh, digital, uh, and engineering becoming your um, yeah, blood system of every company, right? You cannot survive without that. And even more, if you, for example, see yeah, new banks, right? They, they're actually not banks anymore. They're just IT company, which has a bank license, right? Yes. They, they have more programmers than the bankers. Right. If you see telecom companies, if you see, yeah, we, we touch base on this uh, car manufacturing companies, right? I mean, it's it just insane how automated they are, right? And they have more, again, programmers and engineers uh, than, mm. than the workers. So that's a trend, right? You cannot escape this trend. You have to follow the trend. So I think for Danone, it's the same. Uh, if we would like to keep our uh, yeah, competitive uh, level and if we'd like to keep ourselves in the market, we have to become... Tesla of the food industry. I like that. that. that, that that's our long-term <laughs> strategy. Yeah. So it's like a good company uh, motto. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where, where and when maybe did this idea originate to start digitizing your operations and what approach did you take toward it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think idea was there. I mean, for mm. quite a long time, right? Because, uh, yeah. People always were looking for some nice tools and etc. So I think idea was already there. It's just that recently Danone started to be very serious about that. And Danone started to invest heavily in digital. And that's where uh, new roles were created, mm. digital organization was created, the investment uh, was put in place. Um, so and that happened, I think, yeah, a couple of years ago. So wh why? why this sudden uh, interest and investment in uh, digital? Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's due to all these reasons which we mentioned before. First is the, uh, let's say, competition mm. and uh, uh, pressure from the market uh, on, on productivity and uh, yeah, increasing the margin and, uh, and capacity. Uh, that's number one. The second is that awareness, right? People basically learn about that. They see that other companies are adopting those technologies. They mm. see that it's real. So at some point of time, let's say, quantity becomes a quality, right? At some point of time, it's clicking and you say, yeah, okay, I have to go because yeah. I, I, I will miss the train. 
right? And that's where things start to move. Yeah. So which which approach did you take? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Actually, it's uh, yeah, it's very interesting questions because we tried many different kind of scenarios and many different uh, things how to tackle the digitalization, <laughs> right? How to how to manage that, and at the end, I think we found the yeah the the way mm-hmm. of doing that. And I would say it, it consists of uh, like five main steps. Huh? So step number one is uh, uh, communicate and educate. I think that's the step which actually many times missed, but uh, super important uh, because if you think about factory and about like normal employees of the company, they're very far from digital. They have no clue huh, of digital, what is that, why it's important, how it can help them. So for them, it's all like space, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, yeah, you first need to create awareness. You need to explain them. They need to feel it. They need to see use cases. And uh, you have to actually create the pool mindset, right? People uh, need to want new tools, right? People need to see the benefits out of that. Um, So the first step is educate and communicate. And you have to start with your management, of course. But you should not stop with your management, right? Mm-hmm. You should actually go to the shop floor and you have to make sure they also know the, that it's coming and why it's coming and it's cool and you need to engage them, right? So step number one. Then uh, uh, once you created the awareness and once you build your community of gigs and people who is interested in, in, in those new technologies, you can actually start generating ideas, right? Because digital is it's also it's about uh, yeah, agile, right? It's about basically creating the product which needed. And um, yeah, so how to generate ideas? And here you need to follow again a two-step uh, approach. So first, you would need to go bottom-up, right? So you need to go to the shop floor, you need to ask people what they need. And uh, because you already created a community of people who knows what digital is, mm. it's actually quite easy to sit together with them and take the technology, takes the problem, connect it, and to see, okay, here, 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 we see some potential, some benefits, so you put business case behind that. And then you end up with a really, yeah, thousands of uh, great ideas, right? Yeah. But, but then challenge you will have is just too much. And many of those are small ideas, right? Because normally people on the in, in, in their function, they see only their problems, right? So there'll be lots of lots of small, 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 uh, great ideas. And so how to manage that, right? And that's where the next step should be taking. It's the uh, top-down approach, right? Then you sit with your management, you take your PNL, and basically you know the problems of the factory of, of your business. And uh, yeah, you're also management smart enough to actually indicate where they think digital can help, right? And then you set specific targets. Mm-hmm. Targets on output, targets on productivity, targets on cost reduction, on, on, on FTE, right? And all together, you take your, uh, yeah, your PNL and then you put uh, uh, top-down targets, right? So mm-hmm. now you have bottom-up ideas and you have uh, top-down uh, ideas. Then you take it all together, you connect it, and that's where it's becoming really powerful because at the end, you connect your strategy and your company goals to what really people need on, on the shop floor. Mm-hmm. And out of that, you can create your, uh, let's say, mid-term and long-term digitalization strategy. You can combine that within the projects. And also for you, it's easier to communicate, right? Because basically you uh, give people what they ask for. And it's links to what what you need to deliver, right? So that's the next step you do. And after you have that roadmap, after you have the grouping of ideas, once you're clear on your use cases, 
just execution, right? Mm -hmm. Then you need to bring yeah, project organization, follow up on business case, and uh, yeah, all that uh, normal uh, things which you do when you execute the program. So I think that's a kind of uh, how you can uh, how you can deal with digitalization in uh, in, the, in the corporate level. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> When we talk about all the initiatives you took, I'm assuming there's a few that maybe didn't succeed. So uh, what were those? And maybe why do you think they didn't succeed? And which lessons did you take from that? Absolutely. We have very bumpy road because uh, mm -hmm. yeah, digital is innovation. And uh, yeah, you cannot, uh, yeah, you cannot be always successful. So we did lots of actually fails. And you learn a lot. And uh, I mean, if I want to group it, uh, I would put it, all that in two buckets, okay? The one is we always make it too complex, really. What happens is you, 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 you take very smart people, mm. you put them in one room, you ask them the question, okay, guys, what's the future? How do you want to operate? Uh, what's the uh, you need from technology? And they come up with really brilliant ideas how to do all that. You take all these ideas, you give it to your supplier, and then supplier out of that uh, uh, requirements create just a monster. You know, they, they tend to create system which just like super good, but in reality, it's just not working because it's just too complex. And we did it so many times that at the end now, our slogan is uh, make it simple. Eh? Yeah. Really. So we need Less to more. push. We need to push for simplicity. And that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest learning we did. Uh, and um, I think the second uh, also typical failure is we always under... Uh, we always overestimate ability of people to change their habits, mm -hmm. you know, to change their ways of working, to change their uh, behavioral patterns. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's huge. That's huge. We think that uh, it's it's easy for them to change, but it's not because, um, yeah, they're just used to what, they, what mm -hmm. they were doing for 10 years, right? They're used to papers, they like papers, and maybe you give them digital tool, it's definitely better, it's easier, but just because they used to different ways of working, they don't want to change. And you need to help them to change, right? And mm -hmm. there's a different people, right? As we already discussed, early adapters or, or, or someone else. So we always think it will go smooth, but it's never go smooth. So the change management and how do you communicate with the people? How do you engage people? How do you make sure you're getting feedback after you deploy the tool? How do you make sure you're continuously working on improvements of those tools? That's the second uh, big learning uh, for us. Mm. So uh, for me, let's say the bottom uh, line of, of all that is uh, digitalization is just much more than just implementing the tool. Yeah. The tool itself, it's really easy. I mean, to, to, to install something and to put the robot, it's really easy. But to make actually people adapting this technology, to make people uh, changing their ways of working and making sure that actually what we implemented is really driving the, the business case, the business value, that's that's most difficult uh, and challenging part in, in what we're doing. Huh? Mm. So we just talked about your five steps. We talked a lot about the importance of change management. Let's talk about the end goal, which is success. So when, when would you say uh, that your digital transition is a success? Yeah, I think I will never say that, right? There is no end, uh, but I think what is important is to define success of your steps, mm -hmm. right? Uh, success of your projects. And that's, that's, that's very interesting because um, what happens is when you start the project, you normally have business case, so you have assumptions why you're doing that. 
But when you start execution and you're always in the steering committees with the status meetings, with some KPIs and deliverables, are we on track, not on track? And somewhere along the way, we're just like kind of forgetting like why we're doing that. Mm-hmm. And is what we're actually deploying, is what we are doing is actually delivering the value. And so for me, success is not when we implement the tool, it's not when, when we implement new technology. Success is actually when this technology is accepted by the people, by the organization, and success is when we really delivered our original assumptions, right? And, and sometimes we don't. Huh? Sometimes we think that we will make life easier, but we don't. And we have to stop, actually, and we have to redo, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So for me, that's the definition of, of success. And uh, we try to actually reinforce that every time we do the new projects, uh, yeah, and et cetera. I think long-term success is when they start calling you the Tesla of uh, yeah, food and beverage. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so where, where are you right now in your uh, digital transition? Uh, we are quite advanced because, as I said, we're already running that program for quite a while mm-hmm. and uh, we are lighthouse in Danone. So we are one of the few factories which actually allowed to go fast and do investment and experiment with technology. So we're already doing it for... So right now we are in execution phase. We have a 23 uh, yeah, confirmed let's say, project use cases uh, which, uh, which we are executing. We have organization in place. We have our digital key users. We have our geek community mm-hmm. and uh, we have a yeah, proper pipeline management. Uh, like how do we manage new ideas? Uh, how do we go from ideation to shaping to business case to, to execution phase? So all that in place uh, and we're really focusing on, on delivering value at the moment. Mm-hmm. And have you seen any benefits so far like yeah, in, in the hops factory? Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Like a lot. What? No, a lot, a lot. I mean, productivity. We, oh. Every time we implement new tool, I mean, if we do it properly, uh, we just boost the performance. Uh, as I said, it's a golden mine of productivity. We increase throughput, we increase OE, we do unbottling of warehouses, and uh, yeah, mm. we're getting uh, good feedback. So, yeah. So, uh, which, which challenges uh, do you see, or are you dealing with right now, or do you see in your future during your digital transition journey? Yeah. Um, so, I think the main challenge is, is actually to find the, the, the new operational model and the game changer, right? Mm-hmm. Because as I said, for me, uh, tool by itself never brings you the value, right? This small automation here and there, they're not changing your business. They're not boosting your performance. It's only when you really find how do you yeah, change the way you work, right? If you come up with a new operational model, which enabled by the tool, that's where really you see huge impact, mm-hmm. right? And that's what motivates me uh, to, 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 uh, to have impact on, on operations. And that's a challenge. Uh, it's, a, it's a challenge to find those ideas and, and then to execute. And that's why we always try to put very kind of challenging long-term goals, like, for example, to transform warehouse to just in time, right? And then it's becoming mm-hmm. a big project. And the digital becomes just part of that, digital becoming enablers, right? But the end goal is actually business, uh, new operational model on the business side. So I think that's challenge number one, is really to come up with big ideas, but uh, executable ideas, which can organize people in, 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 in the right direction. Um, I think uh, the second uh, change, uh, second challenge is, uh, is, uh, is change management, right? Yeah. I already talked about it a lot. But yeah, it's 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 always uh, yeah overestimated. Uh, yeah, you need to work with people. You mm-hmm. need to onboard them, and it always takes much more time than you would expect. You think it's simple? It's not. You have to spend time with people. So that's a second challenge. And uh, do you have anything in place to to tackle that? 
Yeah, yeah, we have, of course, we have a change management problem. We have digital academy and as part of which project we, we, we try to communicate more and we try to give feedback. So we have our standards, mm-hmm. but it's not like we're perfect on this. Honestly, we're still learning. <laughs> we're still kind of mastering uh, how, how to do it. It also depends project by project, right? Yeah. But, but for me, that's always a challenge. Huh? And any other challenges? Yeah, and then I think uh, the, the last uh, challenge is, uh, um, yeah, it's a speed. Mm-hmm. time to market because with digital you have to go fast you have to go fast and you have to agile you have to show result quite 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 soon mm-hmm. uh, because we used to work with this v-shape model where you do design uh, you know and then delivery and then test and then deploy and it takes half a year nine months it's not working with digital because by the time you do that it's not needed anymore yeah. and you lose the momentum so for me the, the agile and, and and the speed uh, is the key there yeah. And uh, yeah, and basically you you have to think big, but you have to make small steps. Huh? Yeah. So is that because digital, because it's evolving so quickly or because there's updates in the, in the software, software you're dealing with? Is that why you need to move fast? Yeah. First of all, it's innovation, right? So mm. in innovation, you have to always check if what you innovate is, is really needed, right? So if you spend just too much time on that before showing the first product to, 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 to the users, mm-hmm. you just lose the momentum, right? And then, yeah, things change and it's... Uh, it's Second is you need to keep engagement, as I said, right? It's a people factor, right? If you talk to them, uh, ask what they need, and then only in one year you deliver, most probably 60% of the people are not there anymore. Yeah. Right, and they will be surprised. Okay, why this is coming? So you have to always be be on the shop floor. You need to basically co-build with with your customer, and uh, yeah, and that's a very different mindset from from conventional projects uh, mm-hmm. which you do. So it's, uh, so I'm I'm gonna end the episode with asking you to give our audience some tips. But before that, I wanted to ask you like more of a personal question because yeah. I can see you're quite passionate about am, uh, this topic yeah, so yeah. i wanted to ask you like well, what drives you what motivates you to uh, to work on uh, this kind of stuff yeah uh, yeah first of all it's super interesting right it's a new technology it's innovation so you really learn a lot every day of mm-hmm. course and i like learning but the second i really enjoy uh, that i'm part of building solutions and new ways of working which maybe in future become industry standards yeah Right, so that that that's what drives me, uh, and uh, and also ability to make an impact, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I I like to work actually at, at the factory, at the shop floor, close to the business, not in the office, because that's where you implement something and you really see ah it works. Or, yeah. No, it not works. So we need to improve. But but you see how things are changing, and, uh, and that's what actually that's yeah that's what I like. Sounds like something that will keep you motivated, you yeah. know, to uh, see the feedback. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I want to give our audience some tips if they're in a similar position, if they want to kickstart a digital initiative or if they're maybe having a bit of trouble with it. I think you already mentioned uh, the importance of change management and, and working with the people, like not just focusing on fancy technology, but also like really getting the people to embrace it. Do you have any other tips you can uh, give our audience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because as I said, we we, we filed quite a lot and we had uh, quite lots of successes. Uh, so mm-hmm. did we we learned a few, few, few basic tips. Um, I think the tip number one, uh, make sure you have right people and right skills in your digital organization. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, because what I not tend to see, what I normally see when organization starts to, to basically discover and set up digital organizations, they, they either put uh, engineer, in the lead 
core, they put performance manager in the lead. Mm-hmm. Right? Those, those two main choices they, they make. And then what happens if you put engineer in the lead of digital, uh, then program becoming really IT-focused and uh, yeah, uh, technical-focused, and uh, yeah, you have lots of great uh, tools, but you're a bit missing like why and where and how, and you're missing this uh, people part and also yeah. tackling of bottlenecks. And it's... So if you put performance person, right, they, 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 they perfectly know what's needed. They know the bottlenecks. They, 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 they know how to change uh, yeah, ways of working, but they have no clue about tools. Mm-hmm. And they have no clue about how to set up the project in most of the cases, right? Because they're not used to that. So you're basically missing another part, right? And so for me, you need to make sure that you have all these like four key skills in your project. So one is there should be someone who understands what digital is and Mm -hmm. the tools and how to use the tools. Second, you need to have people who can set up project management for you. That's super important. You need to have a skill uh, people who actually knows uh, how to, uh, what's needed on the shop floor, right? What's, What's the pain points, how to address them. And the last thing you need to make sure that you have people who understand important of working with people, that the change management, right? The, the, the people behavior part, the communication part, because it's also always forgotten, right? So mm-hmm. ideally, if there's a one guy who knows all of that, then you like him. <laughs> if not, then at least make sure, yeah, you, you have support, you have support, because otherwise your program really becoming skewed to one of those directions and then it will not be like 100% successful. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a tip number one. Uh, the second tip also key is make sure you have clear targets yes. and make sure you're very clear why you're doing the digital. Otherwise, very soon, it will become just as a you know playground with a nice fancy tools without really pipeline, without targets and so on, because people very quickly get carried away. Yes. You know, once they start to discover VR, robotics, blah, 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 they just jump, they forgot that actually that has a purpose, right? We need to, yeah, save the, uh, uh, decrease the cost, increase performance, uh, increase margin or whatever. So there should be clear goal and there should be process to monitor. Mm-hmm. If we are reaching this goal, then people need to feel pressure uh, as well. So that's, uh, I think that's the second tip. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, uh, other tips we discussed, uh, it's uh, engage people, uh, make sure the change management uh, is in place, but also, uh, yeah, right from the beginning, recognize that tool by itself and technology by itself will never change much in your company, Mm -hmm. right? So right from the beginning, you have to think, how do I transform my business? So again, you have to have this business transformation mindset, you have to look for the new operational model, you have to... Uh, work for the new ways of working and after you see which tools you need to achieve that. Yeah. Otherwise, again, you will not reach uh, yeah, desired uh, performance uh, boost. All right. Yeah. I think that's a great uh, point to uh, end. Sure, Thank you so sure. much uh, for being here, for taking right. time out of your day to be here. It's always my it's pleasure. It's been uh, very interesting listening to you and I wish you a lot of uh, good luck in your uh, digital transition. Yeah, and ops. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, be curious to see what happens. And thank you to our audience for watching and listening to us. If you like this episode, show Andre some love in our comment section. And until next time. If you like this episode, please press the thumbs up button and subscribe to our channel and follow us on social media to stay up to date with the latest insights on the digital transition in manufacturing.